We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Richie. Richie is a friend of mine here at home, and we met through just training in martial arts. Uh, he's a lifetime wrestler, um, all-around awesome human being who I'm really grateful has agreed to sit down and just share a little bit of his view of the world and his life and, and just share his time with me. So, Richie, thank you, for, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here on this conversation. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. I know I'm, like, going to subject you to talk a lot today. It's <laughs> not be my good. forte. It's not my no, go-to. I, I think that's all the more reason that I think what you have to say is worth hearing. So, yeah. I have a list of questions that I work through with all of my guests. They're okay. all designed to get to know you. There is no right or wrong answers. Um, you answer for what's true for you and how you feel. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to jump right in. And I'm excited too. Yeah, and share these. So we jump right in with a big one. The first one is, who do you define yourself as? Uh, that's not easy. Um, first and foremost, uh, I don't define myself as a, um, as a follower of Jesus. I'm a Christian. My faith is the most important thing. I'm a work in progress at it, but it's the most important thing. It's, it's um, the foundation of who I am, why I was created. But I think at this point in my life, I have to define myself as a work in progress. I'm mm. not, not figured out, figured out yet. Um, I'm grateful that I'm not what I used to be, but I'm not where I want to be yet. So I'm kind of just... I'd say I define myself as as a work in progress, as as somebody who still needs to figure a lot out. But I think I'm on the right track. But first and foremost, my faith is everything. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not some cliche. You, you'll see like the cliche, you know, with the faith and everything. But it's it's why I'm on the right track. It's mm-hmm. it's it's my identity. It's who I am. So. I think that if that answers that question, that's very, very much so. No, I really appreciate that. And there is, there's a lot in that that says this is this is what matters to me the most. But I love the words "work in progress." Like I think so many people say, like this is who I've arrived at. This is who I am. And and like we all resonate. Every single human being listening to this is going to resonate, knowing like we are all a work in progress. So I can't. I don't remember exactly who said it, but. When I have, you know, when I have my struggles or I slip up or something doesn't go my way, there's, there's a quote, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it is, but it's, it's pretty much saying, uh, I'm thankful that I'm not what I was. You know, like we all come from, a, we all have our trials and our struggles, mm-hmm. but that's not who, what I'm defined as now. You know, I'm not what yeah. I was. I'm not what I was. I'm not where I want to be yet, but mm-hmm. you know, you have to be thankful that you're, you're moving towards that direction. Hmm. But we, as long as you're trying to grow and, you know, growth is a part of your, your daily routine, I think, I think you're on the right path. And for myself, it's this, that spiritual growth. So like, kind of like the 1% better mindset. Mm-hmm. If I can grow in some aspect spiritually on a daily basis, I think I'm moving in the right direction. I yeah. think so. No, absolutely. I mean, if you're wrong, I'm wrong right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, next one's a little easier. Uh, what is your favorite food? Ooh, I'm a picky eater, so there's only like three options here. Uh, oh, geez, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with pizza. I'm a big pizza okay. guy. I can <laughs> breakfast, lunch, or dinner, <laughs> wherever it is, I'll eat, I'll eat pizza. Hmm. From uh, I'm a big Domino's guy. They know my house, they know my address by heart now. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I eat, I eat like a five-year-old, so. And I said I wouldn't judge you before for any of your answers, but I'm definitely uh, judging you for that being your favorite pizza. I think, I think that's <laughs> fine. A lot of people, a lot of people say the same thing. Yeah. So. I just, I'm just super picky. My dad's super picky and I think I got it from him. Everyone else will eat whatever. It's, yeah. I'll go to a fancy restaurant and I'll be like, can I get chicken tenders and fries? <laughs> They get, the, the looks that they give you are just, it's funny. <laughs> it's fair. All right, we'll, we'll worry about breaking, branching you out on that later. <laughs> many people have tried. All have, yeah. all have not succeeded. All have failed, so. Fair enough. Um, are you reading anything right now? Well, kind of to go back on the whole spiritual aspect, I start my morning, I read my devotional, my Bible, and I end the day the same way. Mm. But actually... Um, I just started reading uh, Tim Tebow's book. Um, it's, I think it's Mission Possible. It's just about his, I guess his testimony, his life, how he views things. So I just started that, and I'm about chapter in. It's, it's pretty, pretty good so far, but right now I just try to, I have a heavy dose of the Bible, the living word, and my devotionals that kind of, you know, they set the stage for the day, mm -hmm. so I can kind of meditate on or try to meditate because it's sometimes I forget what I read, but try to meditate on what I read in the morning throughout the day. And then I think that's the perfect way to end the night too. But mm. that, that Tim Tebow book, if you're a fan of him, it, I think yeah, I'm only a chapter in, but it's pretty solid. But over COVID, I really started picking up the reading and it's, it's, it changes you. It, it, it mm. advances your vocabulary, makes you think more. I mean, I can't, I don't think I read a full book in high school. You no, know, you spark noted or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. But what I went through, <laughs> don't blame me on those. Yeah. yeah, I I went through so many books over COVID, and it just mm. makes you think. It challenges you, and it's. But currently, just the uh, the Bible and Tim Tebow's book. Okay, cool. I'll add it to my list. I have like an ever growing list, and that's, I'm a slow reader, so. <laughs> that's the problem too. I was, I spent too much money on books over <laughs> COVID, and I never thought I would say that. Like, what are you spending your money on? Uh, books? Yeah, worst so. things we could be spending our money on, but yeah. What would you say is your greatest fear? My greatest fear? I think, I think my greatest fear is caring too much about mm -hmm. what the outside or mm -hmm. outside group of people think of me. You know, I live mm -hmm. in my head more than probably anybody you've ever met or mm -hmm. I've ever met. So th the opinions of others that shouldn't matter really throw me off you know i i tend to overthink mm -hmm. that what others opinions might mean and not living up to those standards and i think deep down that's that's the biggest fear you know mm -hmm. i think i've been given gifts through by god through sports or friendship just you know i i think i've been blessed and i think for these past few years i haven't used those gifts and kind of squandered them so i think my biggest fear is is having to live with those regrets you know like we only get you know we're on this earth for one time you know and and when we've been blessed and and kind of given these gifts and i kind of squandered squandered mm -hmm. them for a moment of my life i think i think 
that's what really scares me you know you mm -hmm. had the potential to be this mm -hmm. and you weren't that and then you're worrying about what the outside outsiders are saying about you and it kind of eats you up on the inside and I think it always you always try to be some you know well for me personally I for the longest time I tried to be something I wasn't and that was out of fear you know because I didn't like you know truly who who mm -hmm. I was at the time so I think my biggest fear is letting myself down mm. letting I guess others down which I think it's more of myself than others and I guess it really goes back though to letting God down because he gave me the gifts mm. and if I don't use those gifts then I feel like I'm the one who created me I'm kind of letting them down so it's mm. I think the biggest fear though is is that fear of not being my full potential but also worrying about I guess the opinions of others and, and at the end of the day it, it's not it doesn't matter but in this you know culture and in my mind you build build that up so much and I think that's that's really my biggest fear is not living up to what I can be hmm. and having the answer for that you know I appreciate your honesty in that for sure what would you say uh, on the other end of that that you value the most I think it goes back to the the, the first question I think I'm kind of valuing the most right now is the journey that I'm on. You know, I like a couple of years back, I mean, I was, I mean, we've known each other for that. I mean, mm -hmm. I was lost, you know, completely just floating through the world, not having any sort of direction and, and, and things like that. But uh, right now it's, I think the, the thing that I value the most is that I'm taking those steps in the right direction. I mean, my faith is what pointed me on the right road and now I'm kind of just valuing everything that you know that God has for his will for my life for my friendships mm -hmm. my relationship you know um, doing the right things it, it, I've just noticed things this past year have been getting better you know like mm -hmm. like I said I don't have it all figured out I'm a work in progress but there's value in 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 making those right choices and moving the right direction and I think when you do the right things and you pursue the right things good people start to come into your life um, it might get better for you at work or just you know like things like that like things start to come into your life more value and and I think that's that's something that right now I'm, I'm really cherishing and really valuing is the friendships I mean even this opportunity like mm -hmm. You know, this wasn't happening a couple of years ago to be mm -hmm. able to talk like this, or cause I, I wouldn't have anything to say that was that was worth me. You know what I mean? Everybody I, always has something to say, but no, I but I, I've, I appreciate that. Now that yeah. I'm I'm pursuing, I think the right things. There's so much to cherish and so much to value, mm -hmm. and and even like my relationship, my friendships, everything's just it's healthier, it's fuller, it's meaningful. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm I'm really learning the value right now. What um the journey I'm on. I mean, I, I can go back to faith for everything, you know, so I'm trying to give like a little different <laughs> no, answer, but that's, like I said in the beginning, that's the, that's the most important thing. That's where everything stems from. But outside of that, I think just pursuing the right things and watching, it's like the, you reap what you sow kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So doing the right things, valuing the right things, value, valuing, valuing the right people. I think it, it all comes full circle and, and things just become positive and mm -hmm. and and I think that's what I'm I'm learning to value in the moment the good things I've been blessed with so mm -hmm. I think that's what it is right now you know I could say wrestling or, <laughs> or like some 
answer, yeah. but that's not really what I value the most, you know? No, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. That's a, that's a very full... It's probably too good. full. No, no, no. Mm. Never too full. But it's a very full good, like full in, I mean, that is a positive. Yeah, Like yeah. full as in it's hitting everything that, that is who you are in that. And I really appreciate mm. that. So that's awesome. But hmm. when was the last time you felt joy? I mean, I do have a girlfriend, so I guess <laughs> I'm supposed to say that every day. But I think, you know, it's the the biggest moment recently um i coached a high school wrestling team mm -hmm. so we had one of our seniors make it to the state tournament who super gifted wrestler but just didn't believe in himself that much mm -hmm. in the beginning of the year and you just watched the steady growth of confidence and he put it all together at regionals made it to states he was um he was one match away from placing at states in pennsylvania which is the toughest state tournament regardless mm -hmm. of what people say so mm -hmm. Watching that, watching the growth in him, it, I, I've wrestled my whole life. I've never felt more happy. That was the highlight of my career, seeing mm -hmm. him make it to the state tournament, win matches, beat top-ranked kids there, and come so close. I mean, it was heartbreaking that it didn't end the way, you know, you wanted it to, but I, I was so proud and had so much mm -hmm. joy. But even the little things, like I was at church on Sunday, and my brother's coming around to, you know, come in the church and everything. And I turned around, like, before we sit down after worship, we greet each other, you know, something like that. And, and he was there. So, like, that little moment of seeing mm -hmm. him in there, like, that brought me joy, you know. It's, um, it's the little things here and there, but the, the um, I guess the biggest moment was really that, that run with him. Because I mm -hmm. got to watch the evolution of, of a kid, mm -hmm. you know, and you can kind of identify with some of these kids, right? Oh, I struggled with that too in high school, the confidence thing, mm -hmm. or maybe this or that. And just seeing the growth of somebody and, mm -hmm. and watching him achieve his goal. And now he's wrestling in college next year. So that was, that was big for me. I was, I was really, really happy for, for some time after that. That's awesome. Yeah. To know that you had an impact on someone else's life to, to help them get somewhere. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's really cool. Like, it's it's different. I think there's so much more joy in coaching than actually competing because you just I can't really describe it unless you've been in it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But there's just so much joy behind watching, you know, a kid sacrifice his whole his whole life really and his whole high school career and you know, they he he achieved the goal he wanted to. He wanted to be a state qualifier and mm -hmm. he was. So watching mm -hmm. that pay off, that was it was really special to me. That's awesome. No, that's really cool. And congrats to you and him on that. That's an yeah, accomplishment yeah. to be you. proud of. When was the last time you were afraid and why? I, this is kind of a deep answer, but I, I don't know if it's really answering your like, no, the question. No, that's okay. Per However se, you feel it answers it, I'll I take kinda, it. It goes back to, I guess the question was what your biggest fear is. Mm -hmm. I, there's, I almost kind of wake up afraid in a sense every day you know mm -hmm. like that you don't hit the mark on what you have to accomplish you know there's mm -hmm. it, it's it's kind of a good fear but it's like you wake up with a sense of I, I, I don't know what today's like it's a sense of realism I guess like I mm -hmm. wake up you know before I do my devotion and, and read my bible and stuff I'm nervous about the start of the day maybe that's mm -hmm. just who I am as a person you know I'm I'm more on the actions, anxious side, I'd say. But I I don't have like a big moment of fear. I mean, I get nervous when 
my brother competes like that terrifies me there was when he was a freshman in high school he was competing at the national prep tournament mm -hmm. and i was coaching his high school i was sitting in the in the school van watching it on my phone because i couldn't be anywhere i would get too nervous like it's so well, hard yeah no, to, no. to see your your brother out there competing and you want to go out there and you want to do it for him and it's <laughs> like so i mean that stuff like scares me a little bit i mean I just, I don't have a, a, an over, like a, a big overarching fear of anything. It's just more of I, like waking up kind of nervous or afraid that, you know, I'm not, mm -hmm. what does today hold? Am I going to be able to do this or do that or get stuck here? Just, which now that I'm saying out loud, it doesn't sound healthy at all. But <laughs> I guess that's, I, I can't tell you really, I mean, it's kind of corny, but the last big fear that I've, that I've had so I guess you could say I, again it either goes back to faith or wrestling I get pretty nervous when the kids I coach wrestle so it gets mm -hmm. me all like you know mm -hmm. worked up and afraid because you know it's so hard with wrestling and and that you you lose one tournament you're you're I mean if you have scholarships on the line mm -hmm. or you have college coaches watching you one loss can dictate everything so it's like but I, I do think I do have a, a healthy fear or or i'm afraid of just maybe it's not the start of each day but it's just kind of where i'm at you know like mm -hmm. getting being stagnant or mm -hmm. not getting done what i have to get done or not mm -hmm. growing i think that's it that's what it really goes back to for me it's not it's kind of deep now i'm starting to talk about it no, out loud now. i'm kind of understanding no, all the problems please. i have but i think that's what it is it's not the the being stagnant and not growing because i know where i was a couple years ago mm -hmm. And I, I'm afraid of going back to that. That's mm. what scares me the most, mm. you know? But even we were talking before we sat down and started recording about just, like, your desire to utilize the 24 hours you've been given. And I think I think it is, I think the way you act on that fear, that anxiousness that you wake up with, I think it's super healthy for you. The way that you choose to utilize it, just to use it as motivation and momentum to say, like, I want to make sure I take this and that I live it out the way I want to the way I desire to like I think there's there's a there's a healthy fear to it you know it's like yeah we've been given 24 hours and that's plenty of time for most of the time to achieve what, what needs to be done but I think it's you, there's a there is a, a healthy fear of if especially if you you've breaking free broke free from habits that were maybe detri detrimental or negative there's always that fear that, you know, one bad day or, you know, one stressful day, you can, you know, that's not that far mm -hmm. in my past. So, but there is a healthy fear of just not growing, just, you know, being stuck in this, in a rut. Like, but I think it's, and this doesn't really answer your question that great, but it's not <laughs> being afraid, but it's like a, it's more of like an anxiety kind of mm -hmm. type of thing, you know? Yeah. But having, having one big, I, I really can't tell you the last time where I was like, Oh, I'm afraid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, that's that's where you're at with that. I appreciate that for sure. So that's good. Would you say that there is a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Yeah. yeah I mean, there's. I'm done. I think. How how personal can we get on this? As thing? as much as you want to share, you're well, welcome to. I think recently, so. We've talked off air. Yeah. I've been sober for a year, but mm -hmm. I liked alcohol. <laughs> you know, I 
I'm a shy. I'm, I'm more of a shy person, so I like drinking and make me a little less shy. <laughs> but I remember coming home one night from the bar, driving home, and I can't even really describe it to you, but something something in my heart like I've never felt something speak to me on on the mm. inside I know it sounds great like no. it sounds mm. different but I w that night I was I was literally at the bar at nine o'clock at 11 I was on my knees praying literally mm. just broken down tears coming down like mm. I don't know what it was I really don't but I felt something on my heart that moved me mm. and that moment I'd say kickstarted everything changing for me. You know, I still, I kind of brushed it off, you know, like, okay, you know, it's, it's what it was. I'll start to try to do things a little better. But I think when you, when God's pulling on your heart, you can only outrun it for so long hmm. before he says, all right, you're, you're done running, you know, like, and that's what I think that moment was for me. That right there was, it changed almost everything. So it, it changed the way it was with my sobriety eventually, you know, going sober. Um, it really sparked my faith. I mean, I went to a Christian school my whole life. I, I didn't really care. Like, I kind of went through the motions, did whatever I wanted to do, and that was that, you know. Mm -hmm. I knew the truth, but I, didn't, I just did my own thing. So, but that was kind of the moment where I was like, all right, dude, it's, it's not your life anymore you know what I mean like you've been given this life you've been allowed to be here at this time stop and that goes back to my fears like stop squandering your gifts that mm -hmm. I've given you mm -hmm. because you know like it's I, I like you're kind of letting people down around you that you could be helping you could be mm -hmm. ministering to people you can be coaching like you can be doing something and all you're doing is going to the bars and mm -hmm. just stuff like that but I, that moment really changed everything and i mean there's there's sports moments like mm -hmm. you know placing at big wrestling tournaments changed things like I, I all american in college i placed at states in high school i mean like those accomplishments change a lot like they dictate you know college Absolutely. scholarships yeah but kind of how we talked about it like that stuff fades away after mm -hmm. a while you know and it can make a change but it's a temporary change, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. changes that a couple years down the road, you're, you know, it's, it's kind of gone. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad to say, cause you dedicate your whole life to it, but <laughs> it, it's gone after a while. So, yeah. but those, I mean, there's, there's changes throughout or, uh, or moments or things like that, that, um, happen throughout our lives, you know, like I would say winning a tour, like coming back and winning a tournament or something <laughs> like that, like that, but the the moment I described earlier that had that still has a lasting impact. Like mm -hmm. because of that mo moment, like each day, like that has had more of an impact on my life in 26 years than anything else has. Hmm. And I and I don't say that lightly. Like no. it drastically changed. Yeah. Almost everything about me in mm -hmm. one night. So I, I would go with that one. Yeah, and if we can say congrats on uh, a year, you. you just hit a year of sobriety, yep, and yep. yeah, it's, that's amazing. It's a, it's been an interesting journey. It um, changes your perspective. I think it. Uh, I think you can only lie to yourself so long too, especially if you have a problem with something. You know, it's mm -hmm. you can brush it off and say, oh, "I'm fine. I'll, I'll just you know." I was going down a bad path with it, and mm -hmm. 
like I said, you can only run for so long until you get yourself in trouble or you start hurting your family. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of what, like, without getting too personal, that's kind mm-hmm. of what I was branching into. So it's like, you know. Yeah, it, absolutely. So you can only escape it for so long. You got to be real with yourself eventually. So No, I appreciate that. I, I know it's, yeah, I appreciate so much your vulnerability, your honesty and in, in sharing that because I know that's something that, that can help a lot of people listening into that. I like it too, though, like sharing mm-hmm. things like this because it's like, I was in a bad spot, and it's like, it kind of shows you where you are now. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of cool because it's like people can see change. Like, like I'm harder on myself, so I was like, you were a dirt ball, and now you're a little less of a dirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can see the change. You're and it's your like, worst critic, yeah. Like you can throw it out there and be like, people need this. People. Mm-hmm. need to see this stuff like mm-hmm. if you i think if you hide it and you pretend pretend you know that you're something or you're not it goes back to what what i was talking about earlier that mm-hmm. fear of what everyone else and i still have that fear i, I get nervous i i don't mm-hmm. want people to think a certain way but it's yeah. like if some if one person can see well okay he he can go a year well mm-hmm. then i can go a year if, mm-hmm. you know something like that yeah so. no there's there's humanity in that and, and i appreciate that for sure but what is something you think you and I have in common? Well, besides being really good at jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> besides that and winning some tournaments. I think I think we view things hmm. very like on a similar path or similar mindset of things. I mean, before we started recording this, you talked for about 10 minutes about how you love helping people. You know, hmm. you. it's really almost like your whole schedule is dictated around serving others Hmm. and I think I'm not on your level with it yet but that's something I really really have found more joy in doing I think I used to be a pretty selfish person like Mm -hmm. not in a sense of like necessarily being a jerk but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd really go out of my way for others if I didn't have to you know I'd kind of look the other way like Mm -hmm. something like that but now it's something that like I find genuine joy in like mm-hmm. if I can do something nice for someone even if it's like so little or kind of corny or stupid it, it I mean it brings you like real happiness and I mean you spent I mean your schedule all you do for others I mean you can see it just it's evident on your social media like mm-hmm. all the things you post are about serving others pretty much mm-hmm. so I think that's something that we do have in common I mean we're both athletes they were you know we're really good at that stuff but i think your i think your heart is more mature in serving from what i can tell from an outsider's point of view i'm like like a beginner at it so i think we're a little different but i do think we share that Hmm. that genuineness to i see that very much in you i see like a heart for others in the way you present your life even the way you present your life to others on social media the way you present um your your greatest moment of joy is is something you saw in somebody else that you poured into that person that you cared for them and and loved them and i think that's very evident in you it's an it's i'm grateful to share a part of that with you i guess i never really even thought about it until recently like I'm not going to sit here and, and lie. Like, I enjoy doing stuff for my, doing things for myself. Like, we all do, yeah. yeah like, I like to get, like, you know. <laughs> no one is mad about doing I like to order myself, things. like, a pizza. You yeah. know, something like that. Like, there we go with the Domino's yeah. again. <laughs> but you do find a genuine hmm. happiness 
for serving others. And I think, mm -hmm. and I, I'm pretty sure you're there. I'm not there completely yet. Mm -hmm. Doing things for others without expecting something back for yourself. I think when you can get to that point, mm -hmm. you're in a good spot because there's times where I'll do something for somebody and be like, all right, but what, what are they gonna do? We're all human, like, like nobody, I, I have this, I mean like, yeah, I'm the same way where it's like, yeah, I, I want to, I find joy in, in yeah. helping somebody else, but like, I think there's thoughts like, we're all human, we're all flawed, like none yeah. of us does something that is inherently good all of our own ability. Oh yeah, definitely. So like, no, I'm a, I'm a work in progress and my work in disaster <laughs> yeah. as well, so. I think we both share the fact that we're work we're a work in progress, but we're I on like the that. right path. That's mm. what, that's all that matters. Cause we could be on the, the wrong path. And mm -hmm. then, this is and, true. At least we're heading yeah, towards something so, hopefully productive. Right direction, so <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Definitely. What is something you are looking forward to? I think I'm going to compete a couple more times this summer. I kind of have that fire back. I think, I mean, now that I'm kind of in, the right state of living i think i'm gonna maybe compete a couple more times um just just real little things like i think it goes back to me like whatever god's will is for my life mm. i'm excited to be in that i have no idea what that is right now but i pray that he points me to that will mm. and then whatever that will is that i have you know excitedness for it if that's a word yeah word. we'll make it a word yeah. now <laughs> that i'll have genuine joy and happiness and look forward mm -hmm. to that so because mm -hmm. then i'll know i'm doing the right thing you know mm -hmm. but there's little things like i think my brother might help coach in the chamonix this year i'm excited for that mm -hmm. you know training together i mean i look for i think i'm going to help train a couple of kids this summer too from uh, our high school i look forward to those things it's like the real little things now are what bring mm -hmm. you know is what I'm looking forward to you know it's it's nothing crazy anymore it used to be you know I'm looking forward to going the down the this place or that place or partying here or doing that now it's just mm -hmm. like whatever whatever today brings like just help me to be excited for it mm -hmm. you know and I'm it's not going to be like that all the time and I know these answers are like vague and like there's no specific like but I think when I'm when I can be in his will and excited about that then i think i'll be excited about everything you know <laughs> it's i it's 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 hard to explain completely because i'm you're still trying explaining to, it well like if I'm you're aligned within who you are and like what matters most to you then you're going to find joy in that yeah and i think I, like i said i'm still sorting through all this stuff so mm -hmm. i think it'll become more clear if we did this podcast again in like a year i think i'd have better <laughs> answers but it's funny i often have people say that they're like can you call me back in like two years <laughs> yeah. and like see if i have a better i'm like no this is perfect i have to go find myself <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. won't be able to contact me for a couple we're months we're all lost <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. no that's fair what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today besides <laughs> our government <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I'm getting tired of hearing about COVID and mm. monkeypox. I all think that, we're so. done, right? It's gone. Can <laughs> it be gone? I think it's gone. Knock on my own head. <laughs> yeah, um, this is, could take a, <laughs> I'm taking this time. I was going to say, I just wish like, there's so much evil and brokenness mm. and things like that, but I, I don't see that disappearing really anytime soon. You just turn on the news and you see stuff. And I don't want to go down that path because it's, 
Mm -hmm. I'll sit here and rant about that forever. Um, mm -hmm. I just kind of pray, like, as, a, as not even just this nation, but in this world, that people come to the truth. It, it heals whatever, you know, brokenness people have. You see a lot of emptiness today. Mm -hmm. Like, you see people trying to put their trust and hope in everything. And, heck, I was doing that for 24 years of my life. Like, every aspect, or an, anything really but God, I was putting my hope in. It was in alcohol, it was in partying, it was in sports. I mean, that could be the same thing as alcohol, you know? Mm -hmm. That becomes your addiction, it becomes your life. Mm -hmm. I guess I just really would like to see that stuff and you know the brokenness people are hurting but a pocket like a, di a podcast for a different time mm -hmm. i don't think it's going to really end anytime soon mm -hmm. so it's like it's hard you know um i mean there's like your, your typical those typical answers but that's really actually what's on my heart like yeah every single day i'll wake up go to the gym in the morning and go run and there's not a single good thing on the news now you don't you really don't and it's like they're hard pressed to find mm -hmm. any kind of positivity. It's like this murder, that murder, this, that, you know, it's, so it's really just hard and the brokenness to end, but we'll see. I think it might get worse before it gets better. So, mm. but it eventually will end. So um, yeah. that's something I kind of wish that's, one. But that's fair, yeah. I think it goes back to what you were saying though, before we record this, you have to take accountability at some point though, like, mm. If your life is leading to brokenness, you have to identify what, like, what's going on here. You know, and some things are out of your control, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But I'd want to say maybe a little more than fifty percent of the time, it's, it might be your doing. So, <laughs> or like part, you know, part of the choices you make. Maybe that's a better word. Or yeah, yeah. Like we were saying, that's just like you know the beauty of adulthood. You get to choose what you give yeah, your time to. Yep. So like yep. maybe you have some control over. Yeah, that. even if it's just a little bit control that you can change. I mean, mm -hmm. it makes an impact. Yeah, absolutely. So. For sure. Hmm. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? This is this is kind of like a double answer, and it kind of goes back to everything we were talking about. I, it's kind of sad to say, but I feel like I'm really only known for, for wrestling. I mean, mm. it's really what my only identity was my whole life, you know? Mm. So it's like, all, all I did was wrestle, and, and you meet someone like, oh, you're that wrestler. Or you, you, so it's like, that's kind of what I feel like I'm known for. Like, oh, he was a good wrestler, you know. He's, it's, it was kind of sad because you should have more than just that. But what changed for me is my faith. Now I know what God says that I am, and that's all I can really rest in, you know. Like, mm -hmm. Whether it's positive or negative, people are always going to identify you some way. But for me, and I'm still trying to figure it out, is how God identifies me. That's just what I have to rock with. Because if you only, like, I care what people think about me. I don't want to be known as a bad person or anything like that. And, yeah. But ultimately, like, those opinions don't really matter at the end mm -hmm. of the day. So like, there's only one that does for me personally. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to value, whatever his, whatever the Bible and his word says that I am and trying to lean on that instead of what, you know, just, or, you know, outsiders say, but 
it is kind of sad though. It really is only wrestling. They got that kid was a good wrestler. Or mm -hmm. He's he's good at this or that. But I mean, when you do some one thing your whole life, that's kind of what you're that you know the results are going to be. So mm. hopefully in these next couple of months that changes and it's like, well, he's a he's good at serving or he, you know like maybe people say other things, but I just see wrestling. So maybe that's I what definitely it is. like I know you wrestle, but I would say like that is not how I would define you for sure. You might be the only one that's. A, that's I doubt it. <laughs> so. I would I would place some money on that. I'm not a big gambling person mm. probably because I'm bad at it. If I were to try, but well, better pizza. Yeah, but better I'm pizza. pretty sure that if we were to ask your friends and your girlfriend and your family and the people close to you that I would hope so yeah I mean that's feel kinda, confident about that that's not a bad goal to have like you know yeah. start to have people see more than just what you were or what mm. your sport something like that you know like, no absolutely yeah so, you're so much more than what you do and I think too yeah. it's it's our own perception of ourselves. like that's my perception of myself like mm -hmm. I was like oh that's a good wrestler <laughs> that's, that's about it like you mm. know so maybe that's why I don't see i don't really have the answer for what others think because mm -hmm. i only am viewing it through a narrow lens but yeah I mean, i'll do a survey tonight like, <laughs> what are you guys thinking of me <laughs> no you're you're a listener and you're you're caring and you're somebody who who observes others well that's just quickly i would say those are things that are obvious in I, you i try to be a listener and i'm surprised that i haven't done it during this podcast i'm really bad at like if somebody's talking but I have an idea pop into my head, I have to like say it <laughs> because I'll forget it. So like I'll end up cutting people off all the time and I don't mean to, but it's just like if I don't say this right now It's not gonna come it's out. It's not gonna come out. Yeah. So it's like Nope, you're doing great. You're good. So. And you can cut me off, you're allowed. We're here to talk about you, not me. So uh where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Oh man. I'm really I'm really hitting you with all the the biblical uh responses. Um mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say like home is where the heart is. Kind of <laughs> you wouldn't be the first person on the but podcast to I do say that. Like, I do feel really at home when I'm like, you know, when I'm around, me and my brother are super close. So when I'm around him, mm -hmm. my parents, um, it, it, it's corny too. Like, and you know, when you're training, you feel it's, you feel at peace. You know what I mean? It's um, mm -hmm. the gym, I'm, I, I love, you know, being able to throw your headphones on and just go and, and kind of drown out everything. Um, really feel at home in church, too. And I, about a year, just started consistently going. I never wanted to go to church. My parents would always be like, all right, we're going to church. And I was like, <laughs> all right, whatever. But um, I love being there. You feel at peace. You feel like everything chaotic that's going on in the outside world can't even touch you. So mm -hmm. I really love that. But again, I have to go back to, I guess, I think when I like by giving my heart to God and, and Christ, I think my home really is with him. Like, mm -hmm. I don't view this work like and again, I this is my this is what I my foundation. Like, I don't view this world that we're in as my home. It's kind of just like a temporary like we're told to occupy until we're we're with Christ so, so that's where I want to be confident to say like that's my home and not be worried about anything on this earth I mean we're, we're still like God cares about the things we care about he gave us these gifts so it's not like he's like just be a robot and just you know mm -hmm. wait for me but it's like that's number one and then I, like I love being in the wrestling room I love coaching mm -hmm. like as 
they'll drive me crazy halfway through the year but i love being there i love helping you know they're just good they're good kids this past year that we coached so i love being in the room i love being in the gym you know on the stuff like that like real mm-hmm. simple things that you can just kind of escape to for two hours and just it's you feel at home there because i guess that's that's what you've, you've done your your whole life you know mm-hmm. and like i said like my brother and i are like super close so we go anywhere it's like all right I, i'm i'm cool being here with him you know so that's if that cool. answers the question very much so no that's awesome what is something you wish you didn't struggle with well i mean alcohol was one as i mean we were talking about it and i don't have any problem sharing this i was pretty much a functional alcoholic like mm-hmm. i would <laughs> drink all the time like not really get drunk all the time but it was like such a crutch that I struggled with that for a long time and the sad part is I didn't realize I struggled with it so um, it really took me down a bad path so that was one but I'm thank God I'm free from that for, na- for now you know I mean, knock on wood but um, <laughs> I I struggle with too that kind of how we talked about serving others but then kind of wanting something back like mm-hmm. I don't know where I developed that habit but I kind of have mm-hmm. where it's like I'll really put out for somebody or do something and then like I'm like I kind of now do something for me <laughs> you know like but I say this and okay. it's it's personal it's and I know guys are level. listening to this too mm-hmm. I guess I'll say in like a kind of like a PG way is viewing certain things on mm-hmm. certain computers or you you can you know yeah I didn't realize how detrimental it was to your mental health, your health mm-hmm. in general. And I opened that door like freshman year in high school and kind of up until when we had that conversation where I told you things changed for me. Mm-hmm. So that's been a, a fight that every day it's like a war trying to break mm-hmm. that thing. Just because of the way society is too, it's mm-hmm. thrown down, pushed down your throat at like a unhealthy mm-hmm. rate so that's something i really struggle with i mean these are just all i'm talking about porn okay and pornography it's um it's i didn't know how detrimental and evil mm-hmm. and damaging yeah. it is yeah. to your everything mm-hmm. and i just thought you know no harm no foul kind of thing yeah. and then everything like that that is something that it's for me personally alcohol was easy to stop mm-hmm. compared to this this is mm-hmm. like and it's just hard and it's um they're just all real answers like i can be like oh i struggle with you know yeah cutting people off in traffic or like a temper or something yeah but it's like those things that were like oh everybody relates to that no yeah, one will no, judge me for this that this is like a real and it's and it's the reason why it was so hard to even say it is because it brings so much shame it's yeah. really shameful like yeah that's why you know it's done mostly in private like if you yeah. break down the studies as kids are in private on yep. their phones and computers because mm-hmm. there's a level there's shame to it it's it's not that it's embarrassing that we have these struggles but Mm -hmm. there's guilt and there's shame so that's why it's like i don't it's hard to say but i guess my kind of philosophy is if i put it out there though Mm -hmm. now people know and now it's like all right there's no shame in something that we're willing to share or there's less in it that and and it's like a good push like a good kick in Mm -hmm. the butt like you know now people know where you stand now that like we're not expected to be perfect no absolutely not but there is you know it's like kind of how we talked about with the drinking if i post on my social media or say i'm sober and then someone sees me at a bar drinking Mm -hmm. then it's like 
you're a fraud and then people kind of don't want to listen to what you have to say anymore mm-hmm. you know yeah but that is that's the big thing that's the struggle mm-hmm. number one so that's what I yeah I guess I just want to say like yes there's men there's also I've heard women that struggle oh, yeah, with this yeah. like it's, it's not and it's not I know you, you've shared so much about your faith and how important that is to you but I know people who um who don't hold that same faith who don't hold yeah. those beliefs that have shared the detriment that it's been in their life like this is something that I think has impacted our world I know I say I don't often share my opinion when I'm talking to somebody in an interview but on this I will like I think it's something that has impacted our world so negatively when it comes to you know healthy relationships unhealthy relationships the way we view another human being mm-hmm. and so I really appreciate you just being so open and saying like hey this is something people can judge or be shameful or people can feel that but i'm gonna put it out there so people can hear it spoken and the crazy thing is i i'm in the process of doing this thing it's called the freedom fight Mm -hmm. this guy he has phds and everything Mm -hmm. about this stuff but he's he's also a christian too so it's like tied into biblical foundations as well Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize like like you said, there's people from other religions because it changes your brain. Mm-hmm. Like it, the the chemicals that are re- released, like it's worse than certain drugs and it yeah. changes your brain because you kind of broke it down as, you know, you start with just, you know, normal, whatever normal porn is, you know, mm-hmm. your brain craves more depraved things. Like it's mm-hmm. not like, even if it's things that you are completely against, mm-hmm your brain's changing like yeah. there, i can't explain it to you because it's way over my head yeah i don't have but a doctor it, it in any <laughs> but your, i understand it changes what you, you. yeah and that's why you know it encourages violence against women i mean mm-hmm. like it it's there's nothing good about it mm-hmm. it destroys marriages mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not married or anything but mm-hmm. this is just like this mm-hmm. guy brought the statistics to the table so it's not like he's you know just pulling it out right. of thin air and it changes you like and it's 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 one of those things too where it's it's a long battle like mm-hmm. for me personally what i believe if god wants to remove that from you that thorn in your side he can mm-hmm. but it's like it takes a couple months of not viewing it to start to build habits mm-hmm. to be free from it mm-hmm. it's not something that you're going to be able to wake up you know i've had so on this freedom fight you check in every day mm-hmm. so it's like streaks of like how long you've gone like i've made it to like a hundred and some days just to slip up and like hmm. you like you just went a hundred days without something hmm. and it's so it once it has its claws in you it's so easy to just hmm. oh well no i'm not really hurting anybody it's only one day you know yeah so it's it's a struggle i know but yeah women too there's mm-hmm. a it because it affects your actually your brain and it, it doesn't really matter like once you once you open that, it's not a door you want to open if you mm-hmm. haven't opened that door. You're not yeah. missing anything. And we're told, I mean, it's, it really is pushed down everyone's throat and everything. Mm-hmm. Stay, run from it. When mm-hmm. you see that, run from it. Mm-hmm. It just saves you so much mm-hmm. shame and hurt and guilt, a mm-hmm. lot of guilt, if you go down that path. Mm-hmm. You won't feel it right away because you'll just be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. lots of guilt, mm-hmm. lots of shame. So stay mm-hmm. away from that if you can. I appreciate that that perspective and and just your thoughts and yeah i think it does i've seen the hurt for other women for other men for children that get brought into aspects of that and and so yeah it's yeah i appreciate i very much very much appreciate you sharing that yeah it was not the easiest thing to admit but no 
but yeah you gotta be open and honest right <laughs> something about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. that talk we had about um not disclosing everything that's just out the, <laughs> that's out the he's like now. that's out the window we're just yeah. talking about everything under the sun now but yeah um what is something you kind of shared on this too for sure with alcohol and even with uh pornography a bit but just what is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or are in the process of overcoming and i guess i i want to you know i was looking at this as like i could skip over that you've kind of already answered that but i guess i want to say that to just address that like i think there's so much um truth value and just encouragement for yourself and for others listening to know that like we are never reduced down to something that we've struggled with we overcome things we grow and i'm so grateful for your openness to share so many things that you have you know that so many other people relate to that you're that you're overcoming and are no longer a part of your life i think that's the thing like again i'm taking it back to the the biblical narrative is you're not your sin you're not you know you're not defined by that you know like that's the whole point like god gives us free will but when we accept him he also he he purifies us like he puts us when we want to when we're in his will we're moving towards him becoming more like him like and even if you're not a, a religious or i don't even like to use the term religion like my pastor says it's it's a personal relationship with god you're not playing church you're not playing you know religion it's it's this is my walk with my creator you know but um yeah it's can you re- repeat the question my, no you're good my mind was just going in you're somebody, good so no no like, i was just saying like i think you already answered oh, it but okay, i just yeah. kind of wanted to like just touch on that because i not, think it's we're just, not what we we were you know yeah. it's i could be defined as a functional alcoholic addicted mm-hmm. to pornography mm-hmm. wasting gifts kind mm-hmm. of guy like you know just yeah. but that's not who you are like you're constantly growing but there is a side to that where you can constantly be moving in the wrong direction too mm-hmm. like you said you have to take accountability you have mm-hmm. to at some point look yourself in the mirror and say you know this is i'm not this anymore you know mm-hmm. and i think that moment that really helped me that drove me to my knees is what changed it because i wouldn't have looked myself in the mirror i re- mm-hmm. if i'm being honest with you i really would not have done it mm-hmm. because not that i liked where i was but it's, it was easy to mask what i was doing you know it's not that hard to figure out Mm -hmm. so i don't think if i didn't have that conviction on my heart we wouldn't be having this talk now i know that Mm -hmm. and i would have just said i don't i'll do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. or i'll look you know i'm not really hurting anybody i'm i'm fine you know so it's like and it's not like you like kind of how you said we're not what we were but you have to embrace some of the choices you made you know Mm -hmm. you can't just say okay i'm not what i was but i'm going to ignore some of the things that may have led me to this point you know Mm -hmm. that's how real change comes about so no absolutely yeah i really appreciate so much of that so what is something you are confident helping someone else through or with i can once i you know, burst out of my little shy bubble. I'm a good. I'm. I think I'm. A I pretty think we're good gonna redefine you. I don't yeah. know how you get to be shy after I this conversation. Co- <laughs> I think I, I'm a pretty good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of take more pride into like. Mm-hmm. I know I helped a lot of kids with the actual wrestling this year. Like mm-hmm. the kid that made it to states. We kind of had the same style, so I could really relate to like how we wrestled. Mm-hmm. But 
I've also had kids come to me like with some personal life issues and I was able to help them I mm -hmm. think you know from what I've noticed so I think that's I like that more than the actual wrestling part which mm -hmm. sounds crazy but like like I said wrestling ends eventually <laughs> like mm -hmm. unless you make it on the world team or the Olympic team which not many people do it ends mm -hmm. but if you can have an impact if I can have an impact on this kid's life that changes even if it's for a week or a day mm -hmm. that I think I'm pretty I'm getting better at because I have people come to me asking for advice and if they're that means I must be doing something kind of right or mm -hmm. I, I like I'm gonna have the answer but if I can say go look to this direction see what happens and I, I think, think it's I think it speaks a lot to your heart for others that maybe you're not even aware of, yeah, of how deeply I, that's yeah. there. But I think the fact that you that you see that more in in, in helping them with what they're coming to you for and caring mm. for them and not just in something like you're saying that doesn't last. I think that, yeah, let that speak to you and remind you that, like, you have a deep heart for others. I think I'm starting to, I think it's a slow realization of it, but I think I'm starting to realize that. But now it's like when you realize that it's like okay use it then like mm -hmm. don't just be like oh i have a big heart but i'm gonna uh this is not really do anything you know like and that's kind of what i struggle with too like if someone asks for something and it's like late at night or or i don't feel like doing it like get up and just do it <laughs> like if you can actually do it you know there's some times where you can't do anything mm -hmm. but if you can i want to make it like a sincere effort to do it and mm. you know you don't know what impact that has on somebody mm -hmm. you know so i think i'm realizing it but once i realize it i have to use it you know so you will and you are but yeah what would you say makes you feel at peace i don't know i think i feel like i'm kind of giving you the same answers but <laughs> it goes back to my faith like mm -hmm. there's a lot of trials like people i think think like the christian walk is just like sunshine and roses and everything's just dandy and nothing bad ever it's just the far furthest from the truth like but in the mornings like when i get up and do my devotional like i'll get up around 4 35 in the morning and there's just peace everything's quiet mm -hmm. like you're tired but you just can sit there and just read and and soak in everything and it's like i don't know if i realize it all the time but that's so impactful to you know dictate how my day is going to go or it's mm -hmm. just it's just really, really peaceful knowing that I have the freedom to do that. You know, mm -hmm. like I can just wake up and that's how I start my day. I mean, I, I do feel peace, you know, in the answers that are you would expect. Like the gym, I will, like you go in the gym, throw your headphones on and you can block out everything and just do your thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, like stuff like that, I feel peace in, you know, just being by myself, you know, just it's just whatever it is but the real peace i think comes from that mm -hmm. side of it and then everything else is just kind of like icing on the cake you know it's mm -hmm. just little opportunities that we have you know mm -hmm. so that's what i think i'm really where i'm peaceful but then again i'm also in my head more than anybody so i'm, <laughs> I'm never really at peace mm -hmm. so i'm always thinking or you're not alone about in that something. there's so many people that are that that we often all so often think of what someone else is thinking where am i going what should i be doing it's it's not it's a very human trait yeah it but definitely is you are in your own head more than anyone else but yeah, you're not the only one in your own yeah, in your head yeah. <laughs> um this one's always kind of fun but um 
what is something you wish you could say to the opposite sex if they would hear it that maybe they normally wouldn't receive well coming from <laughs> you or coming from a man whether it's positive negative well, I've or whatever my girlfriend to stop overthinking a couple <laughs> times and that doesn't go that's like i guess it's actually like a good question but it's kind of hard i think i've told a couple girls to like calm down or stop overthinking and that usually like makes things worse mm-hmm. for a significant amount of time can i ask you what you mean in that so when you tell them to calm down like what I do you what do you want them to hear in that um well you know my girlfriend yeah so <laughs> i forget what it was i think something happened she's like why am i on this right <laughs> now <laughs> sorry i was like uh everything's fine like don't worry about it yeah and then <laughs> we just keep talking and talking i'm just like don't overthink it like everything's fine like, yeah and then i guess i kind of want them to know like i'm telling you everything's fine like mm-hmm. i'm not mad or anything you know yeah. what i mean like i'm not saying i was mad at her or anything mm-hmm. like that. i'm just saying like sometimes when guys say what they mean they mean it yeah yeah. maybe maybe that's what it is it's like i'm not saying like yeah don't overthink it but really overthink it because i'm mad i'm just like Mm -hmm. just don't overthink like Mm -hmm. because i overthink things and i know what you're thinking right now (laughs) because i'm overthinking it and we're going to drive each other crazy Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's like maybe that but Hmm. i don't know i think i guess too like know your worth Hmm. you know i don't treat everyone perfect all the time Mm. but you see like know your worth like whether it's a woman treating a guy a certain way or a guy treating a a girl a certain way like know your worth like don't be a jerk you know what i mean like absolutely but also don't put up with Hmm. stuff if you don't have to i'm not i know every situation there's a lot of wrong that goes on but if if you can control your situation know where your like your values are you know Mm. so you don't get stuck in something crappy i guess no absolutely But that goes for both ways too. yeah absolutely i think that's one of the reasons i love this question is because often it's something that's shared that it's like actually that applies to everybody yeah so but it's like back to like yeah you can just it's the same for almost everybody yeah there's things that are different between men and women obviously yeah i know that's like a strange concept and but you get what i'm saying (laughs) i had to throw it in there yeah but that's uh just know your worth and I do think the overthinking thing that goes for both sides though because I overthink everything mm-hmm. too so yeah but yeah it's almost like you say like all right I when I say it's fine I it's want you to believe that because I also know that in my in this moment I'm also but, overthinking yeah, it. yeah it's like <laughs> there are, I feel like I've been told there's like certain things you don't say like don't overthink it or calm down or like yeah it's almost like well yeah because I feel like in those moments often like your heart um or like yeah I mean I'm married my husband same way like it's like often the heart that what what's trying to be communicated it just comes out in a way where it's like we just choose to not hear yeah yeah exactly and it's like and people have i have it whoever else has it like we have past things Mm -hmm. from past relationships so it's Mm -hmm. like if i had some girl tell me to calm down in like a mean nasty way like if i hear someone tell me to calm down i might be like you're like get off my back yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, like we're done i'm gonna do the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah exactly this no. was a fun two days while <laughs> yeah absolutely hmm. so i'm pretty confident in saying that you don't like standing before a large group of people and talking it but <laughs> terrifies me we just had our our end of the year banquet okay for the wrestling team and i've known these kids and parents for hmm. three years 
and I had to get up there and give him an award and I almost <laughs> almost had like a panic attack. <laughs> I can't do it. So I just can't Yeah. I get that. Um, so we'll take that part off the table, but instead of being before a large audience, if you were to just to leave people or um, anyone listening with a bit of advice, life lesson, or some wisdom, what would you share? Well, I'm just going to share from my heart, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if you, if it piques your interest, and then follow it. If it doesn't, then I still think you have to follow it. But it's just my opinion. Well my whole life changed when i put my faith in christ like Mm -hmm. i'm not saying this as like a cliche like you know rah-rah religious stuff it changed drastically Mm -hmm. from who i was until where i'm going now Mm -hmm. you i i can't even like words can't describe Mm -hmm. how much change has actually impacted and it's too much change for me to do on my own because i know i can't do it on Mm -hmm. my own i know where I'm weak at, I know these things. So I think if you, and I think God, re, he'll, he'll pull in your heart. And I think everybody, oh, not everybody, but a lot of people run from that and reject it. And if I could give you advice, take it or not, is to don't reject it, just mm-hmm. listen to it. Because I went from driving home from a bar on a Friday night to on my knees, broken down, praying in tears. And mm-hmm. I haven't, pr- and when I was ten, when I prayed, I am praying years, literally mm-hmm. years, unless when I wanted something and I thought mm-hmm. that that would work. Like no mm-hmm. joke, mm-hmm. it changes you, mm-hmm. but you have to let it. We weren't created to be robots marching in the little, you know, army obeying God. Like I would stress that. I know it's people, it's uh, things are different, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't run from that. And also, just can, like how we talk, just continue to grow. Don't mm-hmm. be stagnant. Mm-hmm that stagnant kills like mm. and it really being stagnant also I think leads you to backtrack mm-hmm. so just keep growing I mean whether it's your profession um, family just keep growing and, mm-hmm. and if you hear that voice tugging on your heart don't run from it because you can only run from, from it for so long in my mm. opinion before you're just burnt out and broken down so mm. before you get to that point just give in tell mm. you the be- best choice I've ever made in my life and that's Mm -hmm. coming from somebody who just now that was against God well I I just I'm just telling you it's the best choice that's ever Mm -hmm. happened in my life so and I can honestly say this with confidence this isn't just you know some rehearsed Mm -hmm. he didn't practice anything he doesn't know his questions (laughs) but yeah I would that's Mm -hmm. that's really what I would I would uh leave it with get one percent better Mm -hmm. every day whatever you do and would just Enjoy what you're doing though too. Kind of how you, I think you've talked, hit on that a couple of times. Like, you know, make an impact on people's life and serve. That's all mm-hmm. you can really do. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's really what yeah. I would say. And you say that with like, I know religion or even God has impacted so many people sometimes very negatively and often because of other humans and how yeah. they've interpreted it. But I, I just, for anyone listening, I want to say that you know, he's saying this from a place of, of deep love for, for others. And Can I add one more thing? Absolutely, please. And, and this, like, this, when I was told this, this kind of, I was like, oh, uh, a little angry and, you know, a little butthurt about it. <laughs> but just think about it. Sometimes if we have a problem with God or, you know, man or religion or whatever, this, this is really just talking about God. Look in your own heart first. See why you have that problem. Mm. Is it really something that, you know, God did to us, or is it something 
that it's in our heart. I got told that, and I was, you know, a little, threw a little, not a little hissy fit, but I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then I said, well, let me think about this. Hmm. It was me. Hmm. It wasn't God. It was me. I was the one that was doing all this, and then I just deflected it on everyone else. So just, and I don't even think it just goes with your relationship with God. It's with it's friendships, family, like, like you said, look yourself in the mirror mm -hmm. and just, and not just like really think about it, meditate on whatever, you know, and most of the times mm -hmm. you'll find out that most of the problems might come back to you and, mm -hmm. and it's real, like it's heavy stuff, like you have to embrace it, but I would say that, but yeah, mm -hmm. and one thing my, like my pastor says, it's not about religion, you're not, I'm not playing religion, I'm not, I don't, I don't even know really when it, that's the, you know, it's just my personal relationship with my creator and mm. that's really it, you know? Yeah. But I just think even outside the religion part or my walk is there's a lot of times where you can look in the mirror and see, oh, well, I thought this person had a problem when it was really yourself. And mm. that the mm. second you get that freedom, things open up. So mm. just think. Yeah. That's absolutely. all I would really say. I appreciate that. I know you've touched on this a bit, but do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Um, I don't necessarily know if, like, I'm meant to be, like, a fighter or something. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if, like, one career feel like people, like, uh, we know because we know a bunch of fighters, so they know that they want to be a fighter. Mm -hmm. I don't yet. I'm, I pray on it and just say, you know, I'll, I feel like I'll know. Mm -hmm. Once I'm there, I'll know. Mm -hmm. And then once I get there, just serve, I guess, mm -hmm. and, and just do it out. But I don't have, um, no, I really don't have like mm -hmm. a set thing, you mm -hmm. know. But I, I think I'll know it when it's there. So that Makes sense. So I know you have a few, but do you have a favorite tattoo and why? Um, I have, you know, biblical ones that have value to me like certain bible verses and i have the gods greater than the highs and the low ones but if i'm not going um my biblical ones any of my native american ones i like mm. and my um my dad's side of the family my grandma his his mom um they're all native american so and we're uh, just we're past memorial day weekend we're down visiting them like my tribe they're still in virginia mm. so we have a lot of um pride and heritage down there so those are those ones are the most important to me but hmm. like all my biblical ones like the three crosses and that stuff's all first and then hmm. all the other ones are just cool and i have a couple stupid ones but <laughs> we'll get those covered up one day <laughs> part of life yeah part um, of being a teenager in that that's cool um is there anything about your culture that you wish other people knew um it, it's it's a great culture i mean yeah we just got recognized by the government and it's 2022. So there's actually a lot of real problems that, I mean, there's Native American women being abducted off a reservation. Mm -hmm. Like there's, and nobody talks about it because mm -hmm. it's not the culture thing to do. But mm -hmm. I will say, like talking with my family, like my um, my cousin Frank, he's the chief of our, our tribe. Yeah. They don't complain, they just do the work. You know, they're not worried about what they got, like, they're, mm -hmm. they're, they have lives to live. They have families to provide mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. They're not worried about, is the news talking about us or mm -hmm. this or that? They just, hey, you know, we, 
most of them are saved like Christians and they're just like we're gonna work and when we grow we grow and now we're getting recognized and we're getting a bunch of land and not me personally but like my tribe so it's cool to see them um just normal people they mm. it's just it's good stuff you know it's mm. but they have a they kind of have that mindset where it's like we don't really have t time for like I don't know how to try to say this without being insensitive but they're like we just have real life things mm -hmm. to take care of right now it's so not insensitive it's real it's, for it's, where you're at yeah. you know like we don't need news people down here covering our thing it mm -hmm. doesn't do anything you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we just we just do our thing mm -hmm. and they're just cool people i really mm -hmm. like them i don't see them enough but they're good people mm -hmm. very good people so mm, i appreciate you sharing that i appreciate the light that you are bringing to some things that are yeah they have maybe not seen they have it rough they're still uh couple political prisoners are still sitting in jail like they, they, they've had it rough but again it, I, some things had to happen to bring you to a point and i'm not saying that's right because mm -hmm. it's not but that's kind of how they view it you know we're here now we're better than we've ever been mm -hmm. so let's just keep going forward mm -hmm. you know you sit there and you and this is every any aspect of life. You sit there and mope about something. Like I could mope about, oh, why didn't I win this match four years ago? Well, what good does that do now? You mm -hmm. know. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's really what it is. But mm -hmm. good people, it's yeah. family, so you love them, right? Absolutely. What is something that you love about your culture? I just think it's it's it feels like it's not talked about a lot, so it feels pure. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it it wasn't like. I think a lot of cultures hijacked by whatever people want to take it and make it out to be, whether whatever that is, mm -hmm. I, I don't really know. And if I'm being honest, I'm gonna care. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but like when I went this past or a couple weekends ago, like I haven't seen it in years, so it's like, oh, this just feels like mm -hmm. different. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It feels genuine. It's mm -hmm. like, so that's real. You know, it's 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 just I think it just feels real i guess i don't think much is real anymore mm. you know so i think that feels real so mm -hmm. that's no. what i appreciate about it you know that's cool is there anything within your culture that you're not proud of i mean you go i guess if you go back through history like native americans were pretty uh, no i wouldn't say that i mean you like i without going into like wars happen like it's part mm -hmm. of the world you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. so no i mean i think I mean, I don't agree with that. Like everything, like mm -hmm. Native Americans, I, I don't just follow them because I'm Native American. Like, mm -hmm. I would, I would have to get back on you on that. I know there's things like I see mm -hmm. my cousins that I don't agree with them from like a political mm -hmm. point of view or like s social things. Mm -hmm. But no, I think it's just it's um like my tribe is a lot of um, a lot of Christians, a lot of there's even like. They're just good people. Like mm -hmm. I don't, you know, they're they're hardworking. It's like one big family reunion. That's really, mm -hmm. really what it is. But they're all crazy too. So it's like <laughs> they're all out of their minds. So it's like you have to take it in like short spurts. You know? <laughs> like, it's like small doses in some way. And ways. they're southern too. So it's mm -hmm. like you get the Native American side and the the southern side, and it's like this is a bad combination. <laughs> it's really bad. Good to know. But they're good people. Mm, really good. That's people. cool. Hmm. What is something you've accomplished that you are really proud of? It sounds corny, but um, I've I've won a lot of wrestling tournaments without kind of not sound cocky. It's just 
I'd want to. You've won a lot of wrestling tournaments. Used, I'll I say it. A, um, <laughs> a <laughs> tournament <laughs> in uh, April, and I did a jujitsu tournament in May, and I was really proud of those. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've been competed in I don't know, a real long time, and mm-hmm. getting myself back in shape, and um, it just goes back to using the gifts, like not mm-hmm. squandering the gifts you've been given. So mm-hmm. I was really, really kind of pumped up to be able to go compete, and and I'm winning's fun, like. That's that's what's fun. Who about doesn't it. like to win? Yeah, so that's like <laughs> where I found a lot of fun. But I just I I wasn't I'm not gonna say I wasn't going against you know the top competition, but it's still mm-hmm. like you had you went out there and you 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 know it's it yeah. takes a lot to do that, especially when it's like with combat sports. The second year out, everything just goes away. So it's like I'll take I'll take I was really happy with that. You know, being able to go out and compete and then give God the glory and hopefully compete a couple more times and then retire. <laughs> I, I feel it coming. I feel it. It's like, reti- I feel retirement. Yeah, 26, ret- I feel yeah, retirement. Retirement's coming. So I just <laughs> don't know how much, uh, maybe I'll do like uh, one more and see how that goes and mm-hmm. then go from there or something like that. Fair but enough. I was proud of that. Like hmm. it takes courage to go do that stuff Absolutely. for anybody, you know, yeah. like you, you're putting yourself on the line. You mm-hmm. know? So yeah. I was proud of that. For sure. Not going, too far back and being like, oh, I won this tournament, <laughs> like, you know. So. Hmm, that's fair. Um, I know you've shared a lot, but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? I think I really kind of covered it. I mean, I'm real kind of basic. You know, I'm real <laughs> simple. Like, I know there's, I c- there's a lot of deeper things to me, but I think I just want to. I. I want to point people to Christ. That's like what mm-hmm. I tr- I really want to do, and I just want like regardless of if whether people embrace that or not, just kind of serve people. Like mm-hmm. I've really been thinking about that since we talked about it. Like mm-hmm. you can make an impact, such a small impact on someone's life that it's really impactful. So just trying to figure out ways to do that without having the urge to say, well. Hmm. Can, can I get something back? Can you send me a pizza or something? Like, you know, like, because that's in my heart too much. Like, I'll, hmm. so I want to kick that habit. That's hmm. like added to the list of habits to kick. Hmm. But I think that's, that really covers it. I mean, I try, if I start taking on too many things or I want to do this and do that, I'll have a breakdown. I will, <laughs> I'll like fall apart. So I just try to keep it as simple as fo- possible and just go from there and take it one day at a time, hmm. you know very much well Richie I really appreciate your time um, I know you've given a lot of it today and I appreciate you sitting down with me your honesty your vulnerability your humility uh, your heart for others and, and just an opportunity for me to just share a little bit uh, and give you space for people to know you and, and know how you've experienced things in life I know there's there's so much benefit um, for, for myself for others listening um, and what you've shared today so I just want to say thank you so much I really appreciate uh, you being here today. I really appreciate it too. I was kind of nervous for this. Like I, like I said, I don't like talking. <laughs> like this is the most I've talked in a while, I guess. I don't, like if I know you, we can talk forever, mm-hmm. but I don't like, I'm not great at this stuff. I don't think my life's that, you know, mm-hmm. interesting, mm-hmm. but I really appreciate it. And I kind of want to do this again. So I appreciate like it. Yeah. Now, All right. Better answers. We'll now. <laughs> These are great. We'll revisit it. But yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. 
So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from I really enjoyed this or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.